welcome to Geeks of Grimdark, your home for everything Warhammer. Be they elves or Eldar, Space Marine or Stormcast, we've got you covered. I'm Lord Commander Orc, and with me as always is... The Shield Brother, Axel Wright. Woohoo! New podcast! Kind of. Offshoot, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a different name and a slightly different format, but it's gonna, more or less the same. I'm going to get you to shoehorn Orcs into that intro somehow, or I'm just going to keep bringing it up in every intro. So... I don't know how we'll fit orcs in, but it does feel orky if they just bolted themselves onto the side of it. You know what? That works just fine. But before we get into what we do, why don't you take us into our patrons sound off? All right. The patrons, the people that gave us money so that we can, you know, do a third podcast because we're not doing enough already. They are Pam Galley, Marquis, Chris Chipman, River Galley, Krug, Reed D, Arthur Crane, Kevin Vay, Brendan Agnew, and John Vinnels. Now, if you'd like to hear your name read on one of our podcasts, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geeks with shield. 25 cents an episode gets you so much content we can't list it all here. And for our, is inaugural the right word? I don't remember what the correct word is. But for our first outing on Geeks of Grim Dark, we have a very special guest. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. I am uh, Bert Jennings. You probably know me from GMing things like Star Wars, Pencils and Parsecs, or Mass Effect Ventum, or perhaps you've seen me on uh, Hyper RPG's Warhammer show, Grim Dark Dawn, where we do like a, a season-long narrative campaign. Uh, and I'm very excited to be here and be on the first episode. This is crazy. All right. So we don't actually have, because it's our first episode, we've got a, a, a loose like idea, but we don't have anything really hard pinned down. So we're just going to kind of go with the flow and see how it goes. Now, I know, based on what Ulrich told me, that uh, we you came with a, a very specific army or lore bit kind of in mind. And from what I was told, it was the, uh, the, the Death Corps of Krieg, right? That is correct. Gotta love my Death Corps. Gotta love right. Forge World. They are Forge World, and they are... Very grim dark. Oh yeah. So, so I uh, I consider myself I like the uh the the Skyrim kind of level of expertise, right, from novice to master, at which point mm -hmm. I'm like an apprentice level, maybe. <laughs> so I most of my lore knowledge is like orcs and I'm just learning a lot about the sisters lately and you know of course space marine sure. stuff. But I admit I know basically nothing about the Death Corps of Creed. So Aren't you a, a general, very top overview would be appreciated? <laughs> okay, I will do my best to not nerd out and keep this in uh, a no, way. We want you to nerd out. That's oh, kind of the point. good. So perfect. I'm on the right show then. Um, I'll, let me start off by saying this is an absolute warning. This is everything I'm about to tell you is to try and convince you not to get into Death Corps of Krieg, uh, <laughs> mainly to uh, save your pocketbooks. Uh, as mentioned at Forge World, it's the thing. It's it's, it's part of. Uh, Warhammer, but it's a little bit uh, different model. By that I mean you pay a lot for not a lot, but it's it's cool, <laughs> it's fine. So so hopefully uh, this is a cautionary tale. I'll, I'll phrase it like that: cautionary tale. But uh, the Death Corps of Krieg is a um, uh, Astra Militarum faction. So they are just humans in a world full of orcs and monsters and demons who You're in the guard, fight. Son. Yeah, so. I'm in the guard. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. This is great. Uh, and they are they are often viewed with a little bit of disdain from other guardsmen, uh, just because they're a little bit different than everyone else. Uh, clearly, their name, Death Corps of Krieg, uh, is indicative of they uh, have a propensity to just uh, die a lot on the battlefield uh, without kind of question, uh, and for them, that's the best thing. Um, it's it's the long story short is they were a planet uh, that was part of the Imperium. Uh, for anyone who uh, 
uh, is also maybe on that novice side of the Skyrim scale. Uh, the Imperium is a collection of humans who uh, rule a large swath of the of the galaxy, and they're just a one planet of many. Uh, the very kind of Earth-like planet, and uh, the the ruling council of the planet was like, wait a second, this is kind of a, a little bit of a racket. We sent all these resources to this greater Imperium, uh, but we don't really see anything from it. This is, this is, yeah. Let's just start siphoning a little bit away. And they siphon a little away. They build Sounds like some these. heresy. It is. Yeah. It's extreme heresy. And uh, that's where the story goes. They <laughs> built uh, a bunch of these like orbital defense stations. And they're like, look, we're going to, we're, we're, we are declaring heresy. We're going to say, hey, we're on our own. Uh, Imperium can go pound sand we are our own free people uh huzzah however there was one uh colonel colonel yurton uh of the loyalist faction who was like wait a second this smells like heresy and uh <laughs> and decided again condensing it long story short uh retreated back into his city and the cities are all on creek there's most of them were like hive cities that were built underground so imagine these kind of well, inverted on. from the yeah. top is, is creek uh itself as a planet is, i'm guessing it's not a death world it's just the death core creek makes me think that off the bat but well like, in well. this part of our story it's not uh <laughs> however you bring up a great point a death world is a world that's just it's just near and it's trying to world. kill you it's definitely trying to kill you. And at this point, it's not, which is surprising to me because that means that they're walking around with a planet called Krieg, which is just war. Uh, but they weren't, they were fine. Uh, but Colonel Yurton was like, hey, heresy, this is too much. Uh, retreats back inside his city and does the unthinkable uh, for at least the, 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 the council's view, which was uh, if the emperor can't have it, no one can have it. And he launched an arsenal of nukes that just destroys the planet and just murders it. So then, there you go. Ah. It turns in, it turns into a death world. So, so we, were, we were like a hive world before, and then we nuked everything, and now it's a death world. It's a death world. It's it is Fallout, 100. percent There's radiation. Uh, everything is like all the ecosystem is completely destroyed. Everything is just toxic. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of these underground cities throughout Creek. So those who weren't out on the you know surface retreated inside. So now you have this one kind of bastion of loyal versus versus those who survived, which wasn't a lot. Billi billions of people have died. Bill like the, they just nuked the planet. Right. And uh, and then from this point, it turns into 500 years of like a slugfest, very World War One, no man's land, like fighting for inches of ground and then retreating back within like your cities. It is just like constant death and mayhem on top of the fact that they're fighting in a radioactive like warscape. So imagine like Fallout, but instead of just like a few scavengers, it's like whole armies uh, uh, like World War One style charging each other through trenches and getting so murdered. These are these are the models I've seen that all have like the gas masks. Yes, right? <laughs> it's so cool. Yes, uh, one of the one of the contributing factors I think for a lot of players and why they want to go Krieg is there are these cool, um, you know, soldiers that have these interesting gas masks. They have suits that are very World War One as so these trench coaches, trench coats, and uh, yeah, they're very they are gas masked up, which is it's a distinct uh, look. It really stands well, out. 
So let me get this straight. For the last, like, at least 500 years uh, of this planet, we've got a, a planet that does obviously export guardsmen, but these guardsmen are being essentially trained by fighting a continuous civil war on their planet. Yeah, it, it's kind of like through the 500 years of war, they started forging a warrior culture, right? I'm sure they had guardsmen before, but it was a, it was an agricultural planet. I'm sure that you know their their export was not military resources, right? I'm sure there were some, right? But through the course of this 500 years of civil war, and because resources are so depleted, it just turns into this factory of cranking out like just soldiers to go fight on these battlefields. So by the end. After this, you know, 500 years, the loyalist forces win, and like now they've just they've spent you know generations perfecting this like crank out soldiers machine, and fighting in these like crazy environments. So they finally go ring ring. Hey Imperium, uh, I know you're you were desperately waiting to hear from us. We we solved it, <laughs> <laughs> and and the Imperium was kind of like Krieg who? Yeah, and, we, uh, we totally didn't get lost in the bureaucracy anywhere. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, it's exactly, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So Imperium calls them up. They're like, who are these guys? I don't know. Like, because back then they were like, yeah, it's going to cost too much to like attack this planet. And they just kind of left it for, for after, especially after they nuked it, right? Mm -hmm. So at this point, of course, you know, coming back into the fold of the Imperium, they go, well, what can you offer? Like, what can you, what can you give for part of like the Imperial tithe? And, uh, Krieg is like, well, uh, we don't have agriculture. We don't really have exports besides war. Uh, so we'll just send you soldiers. And they go, all right, send us like a, a regiment. And uh, and they just sent like like five times that amount because they're just there's it's the core pun intended aspect <laughs> of, the, of the Death Corps of Krieg is this cult of sacrifice, right? Since Colonel Yurton, excuse me, Yurton, and then onward, there was this deep sense of like longing to redeem themselves in the eyes of the emperor. They had failed. They had rebelled. And though they were fighting and then eventually won back the planet, that blemish, that the fact that the, the planet itself, even for a moment, revolted against the Imperium is just something that weighs upon the heart of every Kriegsman. And mm. so that's where this whole, like, animosity comes from like other guardsmen because other guardsmen fight for the imperium but you know they want to like go back home and eventually and do things uh with their lives and krieg is all about this cult of sacrifice which is like you will do whatever it takes to accomplish your objective and really only through death can you finally be at peace because you have given the ultimate sacrifice to the emperor and so, eventually, there's there's going to be a point, right, where you would think, after <laughs> countless Kriegsmen, finally this debt has been paid. But no, it has not. At least not for 500 years, if I were to take a guess. So Now, I'm curious. Do they have a commissariat, or are they kind of like the Catachans? They don't need one. I'm seeing uh, some models that look like commissars. They do have some commissars models, and this is what's <laughs> hilarious to me, is uh, as most commissars are there to like kind of inspire uh, the 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 units they're with, and when need be, um, execute those to instill a sense of uh, staying on the line. Uh, the commissars are kind of there in Krieg uh, units to keep them from. Well, one, it's to act as a as a a communication device between Krieg and who, whoever else that they're working with, because the Krieg acts so differently. The commissars there to kind of like smooth things over with like other Imperial Guard units. And they're mm. also kind of there to like keep them from being um, um, too 
mechanical and ferverness with their like execution of their orders, right? They're actually there to, to so, try and stop them from dying. <laughs> so out, out of curiosity, real quick, just to uh, level set here. So if the quote-unquote present mm-hmm. in the Warhammer universe is like the opening of the 42nd millennium, essentially, then how long have the Death Corps of Krieg been reintegrated, quote-unquote, into the Imperium at that oh, point? Oh, no, timeline of 40K. Oh, yeah. Loose, you don't, like, no hard setting, just as best as you can pin it. <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know the answer, but it's definitely been a while. Uh, they've 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 fought in enough engagements, so it's not a relatively recent. But I don't know a date because what <laughs> dates no, okay. are more, more, Yeah, I was just more like, has it been like a century? Is this like a couple yeah, of decades ago? I would say I would say that it's it's definitely been decades for sure. All right, but uh, yeah. Well, because then that, well, it makes me think like, all right, so you you got this planet. You basically had one uh, loyalist city. Now, admittedly, a a city on what is a hive world constitutes a lot more than what we imagine as a city. Yeah. But but still, you had like one place got nuked. Five hundred years of civil war, and then they're like, all right, now our imperial tithe is sending men. And I'm yeah. just curious how like, all right, I guess they probably took back the rest of the planet. Like, what's the What's the current state of Krieg? Then, as we said, it's basically a death world now because it's full of radiation. But did they establish yeah. like other cities, or yeah, they definitely. So through the kind of like slow grinding war, they took back the rest of Krieg. So all of the other kind of hive worlds are, um, you know, under loyalist control. Um, I think the biggest, you know, the question that everyone goes is, well, wait a second. If it's an it's a radiated world, how are they supplying the numbers of troops? that, like, corresponds with how many, like, people they're sending out to go fight. Like, something doesn't add up here. Even though, like, the, you said, like you said, the hive worlds are, are large, it's like they're, it's, it, seems, it seems strange, right? And that's where I think one of the more interesting aspects of the Death Corps comes in, which is the, because, again, after these 500 years of fighting, these, these troops that were, like, coming out were super loyal, they're following questions without orders, you know, they're willing to, like, die, to complete whatever objective that the uh, Imperium was like, oh shit, these guys are great. We need more. And uh, they sent to Krieg this very controversial tech. And I think it's called the Vita Womb or Vita Womb. And it's basically, a, in my mind, it's the equivalent of uh, like cloning technology, right? It's like a, it's mm. an artificial womb to incubate people. So like it's ability for them to like just crank out these crazy numbers and to me, looks yeah, like. yeah, yeah, and and so that's kind of like their export. It's just a, an entire toxic planet with all these cities underground that just crank out troops. They train on the surface. That's why they use the gas mass, and uh, they're just you know used to living in these horrible, crazy environments. And then their sole purpose is to be shipped off to go fight in wars elsewhere. And like the Krieg is notorious for like going to they send they only send them in small batches to different conflicts because they're kind of afraid if they bring too many of them together what's going to happen and <laughs> mm. and they, they won't leave the planet yeah <laughs> and we so, had, like no go sorry go ahead oh no i was gonna say like i just googled vita womb just to make sure it, and the the lexicanum page is like three sentences that's yeah. it so it's pretty tiny but it does say that outside of krieg this technology is seen as abhorrent to yes. get this mechanicus, but everyone's like, but Kree can use it because uh, we need them. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what, and that's what's like uh, crazy to me is this 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 technology that they're basically like, uh, we wouldn't do this except we really want these results. Does that it almost feels like that's another reason to wear the gas mask? I mean, obviously they live on a poison planet, but also, hey, we're cloning a bunch of people, and we don't yeah. want to draw attention to that, so let's cover everyone's face. Yep. I never thought about that. I heard it was the radiation. Like those are not the radiation is going to seep in and cause mutations. I don't imagine they're a uh, attractive race of people Maybe, but now we have another reason added on top of that so it's funny i always thought the 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 scions were or that they, they were like the stormtroopers that actually have that in there but now these guys sound more stormtroopers <laughs> because of that so yeah and that's really why i like them because in my kind of headcanon they are very much like clone troopers uh in the sense that like you know they're bred for war and they're sent out and like you can have some personalities uh come through with that but a lot of it's just conditioning to like go fight and die and they look badass in these in these helmets and masks. Damn it, now you, you're tempting. You yeah, I, I feel like there's many... I don't know what the, the smooth direction to go in, but I gotta say, because I've just been scrolling through images, yeah. uh, what's the deal with these ones that look like uh, less like World War you know, one characters and more like something off an Iron Maiden album cover with these bone... With the skulls? <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> so... Cages and... Yeah, so there's there's a couple, right? So there's ones that have just like these masks on, or skulls on their masks, and those are Krieg grenadiers. And so like you have to imagine that <laughs> this is so messed up, but very grim dark. In in Krieg, there's like a culture of unlike perhaps in like other you know regiments or even real world where it's like you have a long you know illustrious military career. There's like a certain point where it's like, hmm, why haven't you died gloriously for the emperor yet? And mm. so, like, there's a certain point where if you kind of, you know, survive through the the normal process of being just a regular trooper, eventually through basic, your skills and stuff, you're transitioned into the grenadiers. And the grenadiers are the guys that have, like, the, the more skull face on the mask. And they are the equivalent of the scions for Krieg. They're, like, elite. They got better equipment. Um, they're sent on these, like, really tough missions. But the idea is they're still more... Like, unlike Scions, where, you know, I'm assuming that they want to make it out of their engagement, <laughs> Grenadiers have this chip on the shoulder because they basically ranked up to this more elite <laughs> unit, but they're they also like, they oh, man. They bad they've lived that long. Like, I'm yes. so, why am I so good at this? <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, of course, there's like two different branches, right? From there, you have officers, right? Officers have lived way longer, yada, yada, yada. But there's these guys with like these full kind of like skull, like bones, it's the images that you're seeing, and those are like one of my also favorite units, uh, lore-wise. They're the the um, quartermasters, and imagine uh, a guy who has survived all these engagements, went through like the regular ranks, went through like the grenadier ranks, and eventually, like you know what, this guy just what for some reason he won't die, uh, <laughs> and he kind of rank up to this quartermaster because Krieg again, it's a world that's just cranking out military equipment and personnel. But it's also a death world, right? So resources are limited because everything's been nuked on the surface. <laughs> so it again, not to kind of go back to the same well, but there's this very fallout mentality of like, you know, utilizing resources, going and scavenging, doing things like getting the most out of whatever you're building because everything is equipment, everything is a resource, it should not be wasted. So there's this the quartermaster who whose job is to go around during a battle and do one of three things. One, you know, if there is able to provide medical aid 
to somebody. He's got some servitors that might help. Uh, but his main thing is to to pass out the emperor's what is it? The emperor's peace, which is just code name for oh wow, your wound is so grievous that we don't want to waste the medical supplies. So boom, I shoot you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty common. Sorry. All I can see <laughs> is the Monty Python joke now. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And then the last part of what he does is he collects the equipment, right? So it's like, oh, cool, look at all these guns. That, you know, all these people have died. These can all be reused for other troops, right? So he's this really cool, this lore, right? And there's some stories where it's like they're going around collecting, you know, weapons. There's, there's a really famous Krieg story. I think it's called Dead Men Walking. And they're fighting the Necrons. And the Necrons have these guns. That Sorry, just like... that's inherently funny, by the way. Just the <laughs> Death Corps. All about the sacrifice, fighting yep. the, the literal robot skeletons. Anyway. It, no, no, no. 100%. And this, it's actually one of the most, out of all the books I've read, it was probably the most grim dark because you had Krieg on one side that was very mechanical, right? They're very much like, <laughs> no, we're doing this thing, fighting these Necrons that are literally robots. And in between are these civilians like kind of caught in between it. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and, it, and it's just like them being like, this is terrible. This sucks. And, um, and, and so they're fighting the Necrons. And they realize that the only weapons that are really effective against Necrons are melted guns. Um, like the last guns just aren't doing it. You know, they're just kind of re Necrons after their whole like regenerative stuff. So mm. melted guns are it. And they realize this. But Necrons also have weapons that like just demilecularize everything, right? Mm -hmm. So if soldiers are holding onto the melted guns, the melted gun would like kind of get fried with it. So there's this order that the Death Corps of Creek sets throughout the army, which is like, hey, if you're holding a melt melt gun and you're about to get shot, toss the gun. So the gun <laughs> doesn't get destroyed. The gun is more important than you are. Not surprising, yeah. but still. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the quartermasters go around carrying everything up. Oh, Steve, he he died well. Yeah. He ditched the gun. Good on him. He the gun. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And then obviously, and and you guys can please stop me if I'm if I'm rambling too much. But no, one of the best, if you if if I haven't uh, scared you away, uh, I, again I'm a cautionary tale. The <laughs> Death Corps of Freak is one of the only I can't think of any other ones for the top of from the top of my head. The one of the only factions in the Ashramotarum and I think potentially even just all of 40k that ride horses. Yeah, uh, anymore. Everyone else had their uh Admech now. Riders. Oh yeah. Oh that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my my Thousand Sons buddy's been super psyched about what he calls cowboy admech. So <laughs> So before that, yeah, because everyone else lost their outriders except Creed. Which I still think is dumb because outriders are cool. Yes. I agree. I don't disagree. And and the Krieg only make it a little well. All of it's grim dark, but they make it just a slight. They they just know how to put that slight touch of Krieg on it that makes me go, ah. <laughs> which is because again resources. Uh, these horses are bred to be to fight on the surface of Krieg. So like they don't they aren't normal horses. They're like these crazy genetically enhanced horses. And like they're all clones themselves. Like all these horses are kind of like they've perfected these horses. And sharp like, hooves and serial numbers burn to them. It looks like yes, so. yes. They have they have these crazy hooves. They're every, I think the comparison is they're like a horse mixed with a grizzly bear. It's like nuts. Oh. Right? And 
and they wear and they wear gas masks. The yeah, gas mask. It's a horse gas mask. It's the most amazing thing. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, he's all scarred up. This is a cool picture. It's just found it's a death rider with a spear and, and this this horse. Those look like like ostrich talons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very accurate. Well, I know that. Uh, so I know that the guard, right, being one of the three primary horde armies, is is up there on the expensive to collect because you need a a lot of infantry and a lot of uh, vehicles. So, like, compared to say <laughs> our bog standard, I hate saying it that way because I do like them, but compared to like Cadians, sure, uh, and and kind of putting aside the fact that you're going from Forge World models, which is always yeah. upscaled, like. How do the Death Corps kind of compare from a I'm collecting this standpoint to other guard regiments? It's rough. It is rough. Uh, you have the Forge World uh, factor, but with that aside, uh, to be honest, it's like if you're gonna they're they're lore wise astromiltarm, but in regards to some of the things that a quote unquote astromiltarm uh, regiment can take there are some limitations on what is technically being a, what you can pull for creek uh and of course on top of that you have yeah they have lehman russes but they have their own lehman russes right so because you gotta cha-ching cha-ching give me give me to buy those extra little bits but yeah put put a gas mask on it <laughs> yeah yeah on the tank yes yes so it's expensive uh it's you're gonna you know it's the same thing with every astromiltarum army figure out what you want to focus on do you want to go infantry heavy are you trying to go you know artillery heavy uh krieg has some amazing artillery their stuff. artillery you know, is really cool like it looks like old world war one yeah. uh, field guns yeah it's that's, it's that's, that's the problem with krieg is if you are like you know you really dig world war one aesthetic yeah. forge world's got just like hey you can put you know little reinforcement plates on your tanks mm -hmm. and gas masks for your gas masks mm -hmm. and Everyone else has bayonet. They have yep. shovels. Yes, shovels. yes, shovels. <laughs> that's that's the. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Krieg memes, right? And you know, one of them is how much Krieg loved their shovels. But then you actually do some research on like some of those actual like battle shovels that like we have in real life right now. The ones that have like like uh, like razor edges and stuff. You're like, oh, I can kind of see this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, look, they're, they're, they're an Astro Militarum army, so you're going to have to figure out what you want. You're going to have to kind of hone in on that. I would say there's some things that you can obviously cheat with some of the vehicles. You can, you know, buy a regular Cadian version of it and just color it up a little bit more Krieg, add some of the, their cool backpack bits on it. That's just kind of uh, interesting flair. Um, but it's, it's the sad part out of all this, and this is why it's a cautionary tale, because... Krieg is done by Forge World, and Forge World isn't necessarily the best at updating the um, codex, as it were, to fit with the current state of affairs. If that makes you know, sense. I was about to ask you what Krieg got from a gameplay standpoint that sets them apart. So <laughs> you're gonna pay? No, no, no. That, that perfect segue. Um, and this is this is again cautionary tale. You play Krieg not to win. You play Krieg because you like playing Krieg. You, you can still win. Burn. And you have money to burn. Yeah. yeah. Fair. That's hate... the, uh, the the golden rule, right? Like I was just watching uh, you yeah. know, Brick, Bricky's video. It's that you play the army that you like, not the army that is good. Because it's better to play an army you like and lose than play an army you don't care for and win. 
So that's the competitive players. Well, yeah. if you're playing for money, it's a different thing. But again, I think for a vast majority of, of people, that holds true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and it's tough because, you know, obviously you won't, especially if you're spending this much time on any on, on any army, painting, uh, you know, building, painting, uh, getting, you know, building your actual army. You know, you there's a deep down where you, you want to win. You don't want to you don't want to just get like steamrolled. Um <laughs> And unfortunately, most of the Krieg stuff points to uh, models. You are paying more for less. However, so a regular infantry uh, model for Krieg costs more points than a a Cadian trooper. But what you get are two really interesting things that I think is is a quintessential Kriegism, which makes me love it. One, Mm -hmm. their weapon skill is three instead of four. Ooh, so a little better trained. A got... little better trained. It's interesting because it's in got melee. Space marine accuracy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in 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 melee, not ballistic skill. Oh. Oh, oh never mind. Still, yeah. it's still good. It's, it's still, still pretty good. good. But it's interesting because it makes you have to utilize that. You're, I mean, you're doing what Kriegs do, which is like a massive infantry charge, like fix bayonets or sharpen the shovels, right? Um, and that throws people off because they're not expecting them to necessarily survive in close combat as much as they do. And you're not really expecting the line of guardsmen to to, to charge you. It's not yes. a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, exactly, right? So that's super cool. Uh, and that is juxtaposed with uh, kind of the cult of death, or I'm sorry, cult of sacrifice trait, which to me is kind of where the points balance out a little bit, but it really depends, which is... It's a it's a faction wide ability for your infantry where you do not have to worry about casualties taken in the shooting phase for morale. That's big. Wow, it's that's huge, big one, right? Because mm-hmm. you could lose. You could have a squad of ten guys. Nine of them could die. That one guy is not going to run, and that's, <laughs> that's the coolest because he wants to go die too. So, like, hey man, you never underestimate the morale phase. That's like. <laughs> So being able to basically ignore that partly, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean you're still you're still a little messed up in, you know, psychic powers in melee, but that's why you bring a commissar, because if you lose a bunch of guys in the melee fighting, the commissar can just execute one. But yeah, it's to me, and it's the most Krieg thing, because you can just run these guys, and especially if you're burying your special weapons uh in in a squad, you know that that thing is gonna make it. Like you don't have to worry about that you're, you know, all of a sudden you're melting and running. And to me, uh, I like that. That is great. It's really good. And I mean, Gibbs Workshop has said in this new edition, they're going to, you know, fold Forge World into the rules writing process. So hopefully they won't get ignored as much. But honestly, those are pretty solid rules. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how much tweaking that really needs. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I love those rules. It just comes down to points sometimes. I mean, yeah. now it's... I don't want to. I don't want to get into ninth too much yet because I, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. We don't so know I... enough about it yet. Looks like uh, just for anyone listening to give you some uh, like a specific. I know that uh, getting a, a regular squad of like Cadian infantry you do like forty bucks for like ten of them, and the Forge World Death Corps of infantry squad looks like it's about seventy dollars. So that's the kind of uptick you're looking at. And they're all resin. Yep. Oh, that's oh, you poor bastard. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't worked with resin, God help you. Yeah, it sucks. It's yeah. I don't it, like it. No one likes it. 
that's just uh that's like the one thing price and the fact that it's resin has kind of kept me away from deathcore like they look really cool and they've got a bunch of options but that is a ridiculously expensive army and i'm not spending that much time messing with that much resin agreed or i I, I i understand i'm saving that for my thunderhawk that will be <laughs> that will be the money resin death all right, all right. So we've got we've got this this guardsman inventory with these cool design, this cult of sacrifice. They seem to have better morale as we've established because I just looking at the one d four champ page. It's like yeah. they don't ever run away. <laughs> they don't even really need commissars. So why don't we go back to kind of like a, a lore standpoint? You sure. said that they've they've been through uh, a number of engagements, uh, so we, they've been around long enough. What what are some of the more interesting ones that that you know of, of that, that they were they played key roles in? Sure. Um, there. So these two examples are going to kind of give you a an insight into like the kind of two ideologies or our representations of Crete, right? The one that I kind of prefer more is this more kind of like quiet, mechanical, very much like matter of fact, like, you know, and this is like the engagement with the Necrons. This was like a, a city that was like a mining town, a mining planet. Uh, uh, you know, of course, there was a Necron tomb, the Necrons emerge, and this is <laughs> the Krieg were going there for like R&R, and like mm -hmm. all the Kriegmen were like, no, we're gonna stay on the ship and train. And like the commissar's like, get off the ship! Like, <laughs> mainly because he wanted to go have an R&R. And so, you know, of course, they go there, Necrons, uh, and at this point, the Krieg are like, oh, man, this is R&R. &R. we got to shoot things. So <laughs> they, uh, they do, again, Grim Darkie, they, they, they do the, sorry, Krieg is, one of their specialties is siege warfare. As you can see from all of their crazy artillery pieces they have, they're all mm -hmm. about uh, trenches and uh, never-ending barrages of artillery fire. Uh, so they just basically set up this uh, defenses around the city and their entire strategy is just lay waste to the city and start to advance in. Like they have no intention of actually like saving the city. So they're just hey, like, they, they come from a nuked world. So make it like their <laughs> world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, uh, the civilians in the story are like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? But they're just like slowly pushing their way into the city by, by leveling it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the Krieg the, in the story don't even have names. They just have numbers, right? It's just like Colonel 55, you know, mm -hmm. Trooper 3. Very, again, very clone trooper right? But yeah. they, are, they are still human, right? They are still, they are still thinking about the tactics in regards to tactics. So will this take a thousand people to sacrifice to complete the objective? So hold on Understood. real quick. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Just oh, yeah. uh, so, so we've got a city, right? So this, the the city is infested with Necrons, or they're probably built right on top of the tomb. That's what we're establishing, right? So there's Necrons in the city, but also civilians in the city. So they're just plowing through the city as they make their way forward. If I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like it is a to to pull the the my what's some of my favorite language. It's a slow grinding advance. They just move. They like bomb. Like they're moving like ten feet at a time. Like they're just destroying a building, moving forward. And it's this again. It's like a siege. They're 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 not trying to assault it. They're just trying to demolish it. You know, cool. This block is destroyed. It's secured. Moving forward, destroying the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, much to the much to the alarm of the uh, planetary defense force that's there. It's like, well, you're supposed to save us. And like, well, we're supposed to stop the Necrons. Uh, <laughs> And, yeah, my orders but, here say kill Necrons, not save people. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 
and ultimately that's kind of where the story ends. I don't want to spoil it, but it's there's a but they're 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 still they still deploy tactics. So there's a moment where like they're doing an assault and they're willing to like sacrifice all the stuff, you know, men and material, but there's a certain point where they're going to lose and they go, "We need to fall back." And you're just like, "Oh shit, like the Krieger falling back." That's when you kind of know that something's off. Like, "Oh man, right?" So, I really like that version of Krieg because they're it, it's one it plays off the Necrons in the story, but it's also more like, "Okay, this they they seem like people in this universe that have gone through crazy conditioning, but they're still not like suicidal in the sense that they're just going to charge. Um, they're methodical. Methodical. Thank you. Methodical. Uh, there is other stories. I think it's called the, the Siege of Vrax, where... Uh, D-R-A-K. Again, I saw a couple references to that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that one is, again, like a huge, a huge siege. I mean, like, went on for years. And it's like the extreme other version of Krieg, which is this kind of like suicidal... Uh, a soldier, they're like, I just want to go die, and like that, and it's like, it's okay, like, all right. Uh, this is chaos. They're fighting in this siege, right? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. It's like very uh, heretical uh, takeover, right? Yeah, because and... it looks like there was some Inquisition involved in this too, and that's always, you know, thumbs up to the Inquisitions. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And in that version, it's very like that version of Krieg is way more creme dark because it's now it's like you're you're trying to stop these soldiers from like just wanting to go die it's almost like a caricature it's like too much in one direction for well, me hey, that's, because you know, that's one of those things where like this comes down to the fact that we have a lot of different writers right like i've recently yeah like i've recently been getting really into sisters of battle and fortunately i found out that some of the writers have not been too kind to them so oh. <laughs> I, I recently found about coronate knights and me and my my buddy had a big oh no uh, a big, a big like rant about it. So anyway, don't need to do derail, but similar thing going on here where it's like you prefer this kind of way of writing them versus like the, the this cult of sacrifice is obviously important, but doesn't mean that they should be just throwing their lives away, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah, there's there's a version and I don't think it's in Frax. I think it's in a different engagement where it was these Kriegsmen so there's there's two versions, right? One. It, it, we're clearing out it's actually <laughs> there's a minefield here. Just send a bunch of infantry in and they'll clear it out. To me, that's like a, well, that doesn't seem like the best use of resources. And Krieg is all about, you know, like making the most out of all their equipment, right? Well, you know, so, you mentioned um, the, the Fallout comparison, which yeah. I know you were like, I don't need to come back to this well. But at the same time, I've been playing Fallout 4 kind of recently. And I, I only recently realized how oddly similar these two franchises are. <laughs> so so I think it's actually an apt comparison. And again, if you've got a, a, a guardsman that are from a planet where, hey, we have to make – we literally have a person designated in our army whose entire job is to go around and recollect <laughs> shit that people have dropped. Then, of course, they're not going to just – just waste men the same way that say no offense like acadian would yeah. be like yeah descended men whatever so yeah yeah and 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 so that's like an extreme to me right it's still technically like you said i think that you you nailed it perfectly which is it's a large universe with a lot of lore and different writers can take different things so you might prefer some other than others right so there's this krieg meanness of just this did somebody say suicidal charge for the emperor and as much as I as much as I love the memes, I, when when it comes to Lorna, it becomes like my faction. The way that my I like to play with my army, it's, it's not quite that right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also examples where it's like you know I forgot uh, I think it was the Ultramarines. There was a, a battle. It's like Ultramarines, 
Krieg was there. There was a bunch of other guardsmen, and they were like trying to figure out a plan. And and the Ultramarine commander is like, "Look, we gotta attack this um, base, uh, this this fortification. Um, I'll send my tanks up. We'll try and like uh, weather their artillery barrage, and uh, you know we'll punch a hole. Nobody charge until <laughs> we 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 go in first, right? And like the Kriegsmen." The uh, commander there was like, uh, I disagree, right? And he's like, uh, I, I permission to speak, but also no, that's a bad plan. And the Ultramarine's like, what do you, what, what? He's like, no, we need to go in first. Like, let us go in first. Pause. And he's like, in any other situation, a guardsman of any uh, rank saying to a Space Marine, <laughs> that's a bad idea. I don't care what the Space Marine just said. That's a that's an incident right waiting to happen right there. Yes, yeah. 100%. <laughs> But it goes back to your point of methodical, right? Like, very methodical, right? And the commander, or the, the Krieg uh, officer was like, no, look, it makes, and I'm totally paraphrasing all this, it's way more yeah. badass in the story, but he's just like, uh, look, let's, let's be honest. Uh, your tanks are more valuable. Um, there's not a lot of them, and they're hard to come by. We are, Krieg is meant to die. We, we are, that is, that is our goal, right? So, or not our goal, that is, that is our purpose, right? So, for every like artillery shell that hits one of my soldiers instead of one of your tanks, that is a huge win. And so just like, let us just go out there. We'll do the front of the charge. We'll absorb their, their artillery blast. And you come in because that's what you do. And, and like everyone in the room was like kind of taken aback by it. But the space marine was like, I can't argue with this logic. And then he like sent them out. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's kind of to me where it's like, it's the, Again, not to go back to this. Well, this is like the non-meme way of writing the, the the cult of sacrifice kind of thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm curious because we had you on last time. You talked you you talked about your Tau, mm -hmm. and how do you go from Tau, the kind of optimistic, <laughs> positive? Some people say too shiny race. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Deathcore of Krieg, the you oh. know death metal nihilists. Auric, I mean, I want to hear his answer, but I gotta say, I mean, I'm collecting orcs and sisters yeah, partly no, because those say. are so opposite. That's why I, I like having those two. I, so, I, I'm just figuring. I, I want to hear the story of how you looked at that and go, <laughs> "Yeah, I got seventy five dollars to burn." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when I first got into Warhammer as everyone heard from the Tau episode. If you haven't, here you go, check it out. It's great. Uh, I was like, oh man, I, I like these ideas. I like these Tau guys. And my idea was to make them covenant themed from Halo. So I'm doing lots of purples, doing lots of like purples and blues and golds and, and, and trying to make an army that looks like the Halo uh, video games covenant faction. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, look, these Cadia guys look a lot like the colonial or the uh, UNSC Marines uh, from Halo. So why don't I just start collecting some of these guys and then I'll have like uh, a Covenant themed army and like a UNSC army. And yeah. I don't know why that seems really cool. <clears throat> and so then I started looking into the Astromelt Arm and I was like, oh man, look at all this stuff. Oh, this is great. And then one thing led to another. And now of course I, I went down the rabbit hole. I bought a couple, you know, Cadian squads and building them oh this is gonna be great this is gonna be great and then you know yoohoo uh creeks <laughs> creeks men were over here and i was like well there there goes my plan and i just, just got... thankfully i gave the cadian stuff that i had to a buddy of mine who wanted to start playing so i was like here for the emperor and then <laughs> uh and then just went full in on um uh death core which is which out, is out of curiosity i don't think we've ever asked like specifics like this before but since death core as we've established is 
Forge World, and Resin. I'm. What does your collection of them currently look like? Well, I'm not going to lie. I love building and painting, and uh, I love doing all of that. I am also uh, not somebody that is going to spend a lot of time with resin. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> most most of my Krieg army has been bought either pre-built, um, which there then I go. can paint. Or... Hey, no judgment. I was just curious, like, what the state of it was. But yeah. God. No, no, no. Uh, it's just it's being honest, right? So this, yeah. there, are, there are alternatives. <clears throat> so right now I have, for the most part, a crap ton of infantry, like probably more infantry than I possibly need. But because I hate myself, I have different camo themes. So it's like, here's my desert region. <laughs> here's like my regular it guys. It's really cool lined up. <laughs> it does, especially with the terrain you're playing. I so mean, I gotta, as someone who has over 300 Marines, it looks really cool when you put it all in front of you. Yes, yes, yes. Look at all my stuff. I can't field it all at once. I never will. But look at it all. <laughs> Sorry. It's even funnier just because recently I've been shown the uh, the meme of Gilliman going, behold, my stuff. Yes. <laughs> anyway. No, no, no. That's definitely it. That's definitely how I feel. Uh, so a bunch, of, a bunch of infantry. I don't actually have uh, artillery in a level that probably a, a true Kriegsman should have. But yeah, I have where, tanks. Where's your 20 basilisks? Oh, I know. Uh, I have some thud guns, which are great. Um, thud guns are actually really insane with the amount of shots you're able to put out with them. They're like these kind of weird little like quad rocket. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It took me a second, but yeah. Yeah, they're they're cool. They're great. They're like little mini artillery. Uh, and then I got tanks and transports, a handful. Um, the Krieg have a really cool... Uh, it's not quite an APC, but it's kind of an APC. Uh, or I'm sorry, half track, half track. And, yeah. um, Sorry, I'm just real quick. I, I had to look up what thud gun was because it's such a crazy term. And that design, where it looks like about eight cannons strapped yes. together, is amazing. <laughs> and yeah, apparently, yeah. they were developed originally by the 40k version of dwarfs. Yeah. So. Yes. Huh. It's, sorry. It definitely. No, no, no. That's fun. You say that. Now that you say that, now that you say that, it totally looks like. Old artillery from uh, Warhammer Fantasy, like the yeah, the dwarven. It very looks very similar to like that kind of or that um, um, the Empire uh, artillery pieces that they would have. Hell blaster. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. You can't see it now. <laughs> I, I, just think it's, I, I just think it's cool that like because we've had a couple people on. I don't remember who mentioned their 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 father getting them into it, and they played squats, but and being sad that squats aren't really in the game anymore. And so I like seeing like a little thing like, hey, here's something in the game that was made by that that race that's still used. So yeah, games workshop, bring back squats. You're not using doors and fan in AO, Age of Sigma. I might as well use them in 40k. Right. Well, there, there's there's a side note, sidebar. Aren't there steampunk dwarves in Age of Sigmar? I think I was looking at those recently. Yes, there's, but I don't. That's not dwarves as I like them. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, you, you were saying so. You got some thud guns. I got very distracted by that because it was such a weird name, and then seeing <laughs> oh, the yeah, pictures yeah. of it, I'm like, that looks crazy. It's literally like five cannons strapped. Yeah, together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're still on. Uh, uh, um, well, actually, no. Never mind. I won't say that. Uh, I got my Codex Rangers, and I can pull up the, the stats for it are crazy, and especially if you got like two or three of them, uh, you're just putting out this crazy amount of shots. It's just, anyways, um, they have these. I think they're called centaurs, which are like these small little half tracks. They allow they allow you to actually move artillery pieces around the map because otherwise they're kind of stationary. Oh, that's awesome. That's but just so thematic. Yeah, no, it's super. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You get it. You get me. Uh, <laughs> 
And and what's also cool about them is like these little half tracks that you can put a squad of grenadiers. Again, grenadiers are like the Krieg um, scions, right? They're a little bit better. They shoot better. And it's all about Krieg play. I love playing Krieg for objective based games because a lot of it is like I'm just gonna like spread out across the board and take what I need. Especially if I'm playing two v two, where it's like, hey man, you focus on stuff that kills things. I'm gonna focus on like just taking objectives. Because uh, these half tracks, these I think they're called centaurs, uh, m- can start farther up. Uh, the, uh, what's what's the proper term? It's not deep strike, but uh, advanced deep deployment. Strike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where it's just like cool, they can start a little bit farther up, but then you just like advance them out there. Then you have all these grenadiers to like take out things. Um, I I have probably more of those than I need because I don't have that many grenadiers. Uh, even though they're some of the cooler looking models. So they got the cool little skull mass on their face. This is, again, um, to bring it back, a cautionary tale. Um, because Forge World is uh, its, its own entity in some ways, uh, the Death Corps of Krieg models, there are stats for them, but there aren't necessarily models for them. And it's very infuriating. Because, oh, no. hey, man, that's how I am yeah. with Squigoths. But yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, yeah. And it, it's it's difficult because you know the 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 running rumor is the some piece on the uh, machine for the mold for grenadiers broke, and they just haven't fixed it. And that was like <laughs> ten years ago. So but, if you want to get these grenadiers, which are like some of the cooler units, you have to kind of either find them somehow on eBay or look at second, like you know, <laughs> recasting and. Mm. Um, other other alternative ways, which sucks because there's some really cool models, but it's really hard to find. So a so, lot of people who play Krieg have a lot of proxy. I was, I'm reading. Uh, I just I just love this this side bit here. Uh, everything I'm reading because I'm kind of just like skimming through a couple things while we're talking, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing everyone saying like, "Hey, Krieg are basically the most grim, dark, not eldritch thing." <laughs> like in in the <laughs> they don't need eldritch nonsense to be grim dark, but. Yeah. But one thing I've seen a couple pages reference is that even though that is the case, there is still room for ridiculousness. In fact, the one I keep seeing is that in the book Carrion Throne, there is a single off reference to a romance novel set on Krieg titled, <laughs> titled My Wish to Generate Children with You is Only Exceeded by My Devotion to Him. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> So creepy. <laughs> have you seen the the, the fan cover art people have created for that? No, I have. Please send it to me. <laughs> Give me a second. I gotta find this. Yeah, like I just I just noticed it. One of the pages. Like I gotta find this. And this is a real thing that's in in the book uh, uh, Carrion Throne. So. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That 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 sums up uh, Krieg 100. <clears throat> percent Oh. oh my gosh! Whew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can you know, look. You know, even even Krieg wants their silliness every now and then. Well, we, me and me and Org have talked at at length before about how one of the things we really like about Warhammer in general is that it can be really really serious and also really really silly. And that does, in our opinion, neither one damages the other. In fact, they kind of enhance the other. So, yeah. No, I think you're hundred percent right. 
now we're, uh, another thing because we're we're kind of approaching our our time, but I want to know. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, you know Krieg like as a whole. Are there any um, well-known specific characters in the Krieg mythos that like that you're a fan of or know of? Um, I know you mentioned the guy who basically started it, uh, Yerit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Colonel Colonel Yurtin. The thing is, I so this is terrible. This is terrible. I should know this, but there is only one named character in the actual models. Mm-hmm. And for the love of me, I cannot remember. It's it's something like High Marshal something or other. Um, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know what his story is. And that's probably a shame on me. Um, there are some... It uh, looks like... I think you're talking about Karis Venner? Yes. Thank you. Yep. Yep. He's like our one unique character. Um, yeah, it looks and... like he was uh, important on something called the Orphean War. Which was uh, with Necrons, it looks like. Yeah. Another Necron battle. All right. I'll have to check that out. So the short answer the short answer is no. I don't know any like named characters that are in canon that are like come to mind, and I think that's kind of the whole thing of Krieg, right? They're just well, names then, and well in that case, since that's the case, in, in your army, do you have any uh, named characters that you've established for yourself? Yeah, my higher marshal is Gunter von Gunter. And uh, he is, he has survived. He is, oh my gosh, yes! That took some searching, but that is the fan cover people have made for that movie. For, for, for those who can't see, it's a picture of a bunch of Krieg soldiers marching and like a woman in what looks like a wedding dress leaning over the banister trying to give a daisy to one of them. Yep, that is the, that is considered like the fan art to that one. And I've never known the whole story of how it came about. I, I just knew that this existed and that there was a story behind it. I didn't realize there was an in-canon romance novel. <laughs> now the question is, do they take the gas masks off or they keep them on? Oh, of course they keep them on. What, what are you, a heretic? <laughs> <laughs> that only makes it more steamy. <laughs> anyway... Gunter von Gunter. <laughs> Gunter von Gunter. He is, uh, he is, he is, again, so I, if I can do, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. So there's, if, if all of this is intriguing to you and you're like, oh man, this sounds really great, um, there is a really interesting, not canon, Krieg book series that follows uh, um, a trooper that goes from uh, his basic training to fighting in a war against orcs to fighting in a war against Eldar. It's super great. And it's written by Richard uh, Marston. You basically just type in Richard Marston and Greek books and you can find it. And they have this main character in, in that. And he, to me, tries to assimilate. I try to put a lot of uh, his traits onto Gunter von Gunter, which is, uh, he's just a human. He's just a human fighting this war, trying his best. He doesn't want to die uh, in regards to just the suicidal aspects of it. He just wants to do his duty. Uh, But there's a certain level of fun that I have when I'm playing Krieg because of this, you know, cult of sacrifice trait. You get to, you know, uh, everyone is trying to get to Valhalla, and nobody wants to be left out. And so you mm. can have these whole squads where you're just you're like, oh man, he either he survived or if that guy ran away, it's like at that point you start to because I've, I've I've numbered some of my models so I give them like little more or less um, their their barcodes. 
uh, uh, their their trooper names, right? So it's like three seven zero six, and um, and so you can like I start. To, I don't know. I get really nerdy when I play my game. So then yeah, I can start to tell no, the I stories understand. of like he comes back for the next battle, and now he has something to prove. And I always give the well. Now he gets the plasma gun, uh, and you know he's kind of not hoping he rolls a one, but he kind of wants to roll. A one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm curious, have you gone to like any model shops and looked for World War One models you can kind of proxy into your army? Oh my god. I have never thought of that. Really? You just, you just blew my mind. You just, you like, just expanded the possibilities for him. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Because that's like one of my biggest temptations when I go buy models. Is I look at you know some of the cool World War One models like, ooh, that looks cool. I want to build that. And I go, no, no. You you justify the cost of your models because you can technically play a game with them. That just looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm saying you have this opportunity of like, oh, I'm gonna get that, you know, railroad know, there. there. There's something to say about getting models because it looks cool. My my thousand sons buddy just bought Magnus. He has no intention yeah. to really ever field him. He just thinks he looks great. But so. you can technically make the argument like someday I could field it. Like when I get a Bane blade, I'm te- I could field it someday, <laughs> but it Fair also looks I'm not gonna lie. That's probably next on my list is trying to get a Bane blade and Kriegify it. Um, so for the same exact reasons, which are uh, I just want to have this, and and that justifies me getting it. <laughs> just 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 for the uh, the visual aspect. When you say Kriegify a Bane blade, what, what do you have in mind? Um, so there's there are the, so Krieg has some some different. Uh, of course, uh, same same idea, but different looking things. So like their last guns look a little bit different. They look a little bit more World War One in nature. Uh, Krieg have uh, with that image that came up uh, <laughs> earlier. You can see that a lot of them wear backpacks. So like I like to put a lot of, uh, for lack of better phrase, like flim flam on my on my vehicles. Represent like, hey, if this thing is in a convoy or in an army, like normally what would happen is they're like hey you're you're a tank i don't want to walk let's hitch a ride so you can put extra little if you have them and this is a crazy thing to think about but if you have extra krieg models you can put them riding on the vehicles you can put lots of uh their gear on there so they have different looking um stubbers that look again more like a like a um a world war one machine gun like a uh, what's it called uh like a brenning brenning i think is what it's called anyways so Getting little bits and pieces to make it look less Cadian in nature, more Krieg. You write some pro Krieg uh, stuff. I'll probably now put a, a little book on there. <laughs> like, uh, and and yeah, you just you just do little things to to make it feel like when you put it on. Nothing feels more um, fun for a Krieg player when you're using a regular Astra Militarum vehicle. And you put yours out on the table. So everyone knows what it is. Everyone's like, oh, cool. I know what that is. But they go, whoa, because it has Creek stuff on it. Little conversions. Uh, little conversions, yeah. Like I feel a battering like battering ram to catch barbed wire. <laughs> you know, I, I can understand that because I, I have a plan one of these days to get myself a Lehman Rush and make it orky. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the closest I feel to being an orc player, but still not let my OCD uh, go out of control by just having it be ridiculous, super ridiculous. I know, I'm very pro uh, outlandishness. So Outlandish, outlandish is the right word. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, then, uh, before we move on, do you have any, I want to say, closing thoughts on the Death Corps of Krieg to give to our, our, our listeners, and especially anyone like me who is a fan of Warhammer but still didn't know anything about these guys? Sure. Uh, closing statements. Uh, again broken record but it is a cautionary tale um but if you do fall in you will fall in hard 
um, play Krieg the way that you want to play them. So there's a lot of awesome memes and stuff out there. But, uh, you know, you're, you're literally playing people that come from a planet of war that's, that's named war. So there's ridiculousness to it. So lean into that as much as you want. Um, and there are ways to play Krieg uh, without having to go crazy. You can, you know, if the infantry is probably where you're going to get you because they look, that's what they look like and they're awesome. But there are certain vehicles that you can get that are regular vehicles that you could just Kriegify up um, and just have fun. Have fun with the fact that, you know, you have guys where I play a lot of other games, especially when I play my Tau. When I play my Tau, when I lose models, it hurts. It's like, oh, oh, man, I, I, that, that guy had a family. <laughs> um, and, and I get really into it, especially on Grim Dark Dawn, the show that, that I'm on where we do, like, this whole narrative campaign. Uh, sorry, you told me to be quick, and I'm, I'm rambling. Uh, right. Where we take, because uh, it's a live audience show, we, we are able to take chat members that we... Uh, are watching it and faction members and bring them on the battlefield. So like, especially for that, where it's like, oh, cool. I've written an entire little backstory for this character. This is why he's controlling this tank. Uh, you know, him and that I go back and forth and then that blows up. You're like, oh, my heart. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but with Krieg, it's like, I don't feel bad with them dying because they secretly want it. Like it's, that's how they're, they're getting back. Actually the happy, happy for them. Yeah, I, I kind of do. It's like very Valhalla. It's like, go, go to the emperor's embrace and you well done. Uh, except for the guys that run because of psychics, uh, which I also understand because <laughs> it's terrifying. So, so yeah, Krieg is great. Cautionary tale though. Don't, um, there's a lot of ways where you can start small and work bigger. Uh, especially if you're playing smaller team or smaller army games, start there first. Then, then slowly start building out your giant, crazy artillery pieces and tanks and stuff. Kill team is great for this. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, I'm let Ulrich. Do you have any any thoughts? No, I'm just really tempted to cut and start a death corps Krieger, which I've <laughs> never have before. Well, you I know, have... considering you're a history buff, it, it surprises yeah. me that that I, like, guard like this is not one of your armies. I only so. really knew of them, you know, a little bit of lore, and then just the redundancy of memes kind of put me off them. But listening to this, and it's giving me ideas. It's like, man, there's a lot of great, you know, World War One models would be real easy to convert up, and they're plastic, not resin. So, <laughs> well, then uh, at this point, Bert, we give you the the the, the soapbox, the, the the floor, the stage, whatever, to plug anything you want to plug oh wow um uh I, oh man I, I'm, I'm ruining it uh no i'll <laughs> plug i'll plug the the book the the series that i mentioned honestly if you like death core and again cautionary tale you'll read this and you'll you'll want to buy them because the story is so well written uh but it's richard marston does this whole like series of books they're all they're fan fiction so they're not canon and i know that normally that's I don't know how other people feel about that. They're so well... I literally read the first one not knowing that it wasn't a real book. And it follows this main character. I think it's like Akeem Yogg. And you will fall in love with Krieg because it's super grimdarky. It's super like, holy crap, they're like fighting this siege battle. Go check out his work. Uh, because that's fan fiction, I'm sure there's things that you can actually go support him with. Go do that as well. And then if you want to check out more of me, uh, I plugged it last time. I'll plug it again. Mass Effect Phantom is this... Uh, um, uh, RPG that we do, uh, season two, literally just uh, started today. We had Mark Mir on it, um, and that was amazing to get to play a Mass Effect game with the voice of Commander Shepard. Go check it out. Um, also, yeah, th yeah, that's enough. I've plugged enough. Uh, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> yeah, save it for the next time we'll bring you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. will be a next time. 
So <laughs> perfect. I love I, I love doing this. So hundred uh, percent. I also play Black Templar. So let's do it. Ooh. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and most importantly, share this around because that is really how we're going to determine if we do more of these is if the numbers reflect it. And we want to do more of these, but we got to see the support for it. You know, he says that, but I'm pretty sure that unless it gets like zero views, we'll probably do more of these. But still, please. Because <laughs> I really want to do more of these too. And whatever platform you're currently listening to us on, that is amazing. That is awesome. Thank you for doing that. If there's some, if, if it was difficult for you to, to get to us on this platform, whatever it is, tell us what platform would be easier and we'll look into it. Right now, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, but there's so many out there and, and we don't know the ones everyone uses, so, you know, inform us. Educate us. As always, this is Lord Commander Ulrich. And as shield brother, Axel Wright. Until next time, may the dice roll in your favor. <laughs>